Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 216, and today we're going to be talking about why Amazon suppressed my listing. I didn't even know about it, so uh, I want to remind you to check your listing. I'm going to explain exactly what happened, and uh, yeah, you got to pay attention to this stuff, or uh, you could be losing sales, uh, and you, you're going to want to know about that, right? So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, I also wanted to remind you, depending on when you are listening to this episode, uh, the day it airs should be June 15th, so you'll have time to register for the upcoming workshop, which is tomorrow or June 16th. Um, the reason why I am uh, announcing that this one here is the last one I'm going to be doing for a while is because I wanted to remind you if you've missed one, now would probably be the time to join us. All right. It's going to be Thursday, June 16th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, we are going to be doing more in the future, just not until probably mid-July, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. That again, that uh, you know you can go and register and you can see when the upcoming one is. But right now, if you're listening to this on the day that this goes live, which is uh, June 15th, it should anyway, uh, then June 16th is a Thursday and that's at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And on the workshop, just to let you guys know that are brand new, we actually go through all of the steps to pick a product, source a product, and uh, do a launch, promote the product, all of the stuff to get a product to Amazon to start selling and to start marketing it, we cover on this live workshop. So I would love for you to attend if you're at all interested. It is live, so uh, you can definitely check that out by registering at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, and you can register for that upcoming one. I also want to remind you about the show notes and the transcripts. Some of you have asked for transcripts, and I just want to let you guys know and remind you that they are available now. So if you want to download the transcripts or view the show notes, just head over to the episode, and uh, in this case, it's episode 216. So the link would be theamazingseller.com forward slash 216. And before we jump into why my Amazon uh, listing was suppressed, uh, I wanted to also just say, hey, thanks for uh, hanging out with me today. I know that there's a lot of uh, podcasts out there and different people that are either talking about this or just talking about business in general or just life in general. I want to thank you again uh, for tuning in and for hanging out with with me and uh, hopefully you get some value from these uh, lessons that I learn or the guests that I have on. So I just wanted to again personally say thank you so much. You guys are awesome. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into today's topic and that is all about a listing being suppressed and not knowing about it. And here's kind of what happened. All right. I was, uh, you know, it was fairly new on a, on a listing that I had launched and, uh, you know, everything was, was going good and we had some sales starting to come in. I think we were at about 10 or, uh, so a day and, uh, things were starting to go good. We, we launched the product. We did our launch. We did everything that we talk about here on the podcast, right? So things are running along pretty smoothly. Now, you know, in the mornings, usually I go in and I check, you know, the, the listings just to see, you know, if I have any feedback that I have to check on or if there's any uh, red flags that have come up that I need to be aware of. Any of that stuff, I usually do that or I just go in and look at the pay-per-click. I, I just, I kind of go in there and kind of uh, look around, all right? Well, I didn't do that for a day or so. For whatever reason, I got busy, uh, got out of routine. I might have been traveling. And uh, I logged in and I seen uh, that uh, that little red uh, box up top there or the, the little message note there, the little flag that said that there was a problem. You know, so 
Because of that, I had to uh, drill in a little bit here and see what the heck was the problem. Well, on one of the listings that I'd recently, um, you know, launched, there was a problem. Okay. And uh, usually when you have a problem like this, if your listing is suppressed, usually that means it's most of the time, not always, that it's usually an error on uh, on the, the listing itself or there's a problem with the listing itself. Okay. And sometimes they'll give you exactly what it is. And sometimes they won't. All right. So in this case, this has happened to me a couple of different times. All right. Uh, the one time uh, pretty recently, I'd say probably about, um, maybe about six, seven weeks ago, uh, I noticed that when I was in editing my, uh, one listing, I noticed that it said, uh, that there was an error with, or it wouldn't allow me to save again. I'm sorry. It wouldn't allow me to save. So it went in, it, it didn't suppress the listing necessarily, but it wouldn't let me make changes unless I corrected these problems. So in this case, it didn't suppress the listing, but it still, I think, could have had a problem on the back end, uh, with rankings and stuff like that because, uh, there was a problem with the field that allows you to put in related ASINs. So if you have ASINs that are, you know, your, your product, your SKUs, if you have related products, you can put them inside of this field. Well, I did that a while ago and, uh, just let it go. And for some reason it was, uh, there, there was too many. Okay. I think that they only allowed like three or five and I might've had seven or something like that. Right. So I had to remove them until I seen that I could now save the listing. Okay. So if that was the case and I couldn't save the listing, well, I got to kind of leave it even though it wasn't suppressed and that's not good either. So what I did is I just deleted everything at first and I wanted to see if that fixed the problem and allowed me to have the save button. Um, and it did. So then what I did, I just started slowly adding back the different ASINs until I got the ones in there that it would allow me to do. And I forget the number of what it was, but again, you just kind of have to figure out exactly what is drawing the red flag. And in that case, that was that one situation. But this most recent one um, that the problem was within the listing was the title, okay? Even though it said that it had a 250 character limit, uh, it for some reason, I think they might've updated it. It might've gotten to 200 now or something. They might've made a, made a change recently. Uh, and uh, what happened was, is it suppressed the listing and it said that the title was too long. So rather than them just cutting off, which I think that would probably be, you know, a way to keep your listing going is they could have cut off from the point of where it was too long and then just let that be out there and then they could have notified me, but then they might say, well, then if we did that, it would have chopped off maybe half of a word. I get it, but I still wish I could have been alerted a little bit sooner or maybe as I was setting it up, it would have been correct, but it wasn't. So that was the most recent one is again, when I'm, I'm kind of going through trying to figure this thing out. I noticed that the title had too many characters, all right? So every category is a little bit different. Um, I've been launching a few new products in a, in a different category, and they're 250 characters, but I know in some categories, it's only 100 characters or even less, all right? So it really just does depend on the category, but that's one thing that it could be. It could be an image, maybe the image that is there. I've had that happen in the past too, or it didn't suppress my listing, but it took my main image and it removed it automatically and it bumped the second image to the first image, which was kind of weird. Uh, but that, that happened as well. So again, you, this is, this is why you want to always, always be monitoring your, uh, your seller's account, your backend, or if you're not doing it, have someone else do it for you. 
really, really important that you do that because we don't want to uh, think that everything is running smoothly and then all of a sudden our sales start dropping because our listing is suppressed. You know, basically that means that the, the listing isn't visible. Right, they're not allowing us to show our product in the catalog, and we're going to lose rank. We're going to start losing, uh, you know, our reviews that are coming in, or you know, any of the other benefits of having that momentum moving forward. All right, so the solution that I did, and I kind of put like a little bullet point list here together of the things um, that I did here, is number one, I removed the words in the title. Okay. And the very first thing that I did was I just kept eliminating words until I seen that I was under the 200 and uh, however many it was. It might have been 200. It might have went from 250 to 200. So I just kept using you know the backspace and then kind of seeing where was the true number. And then from there, I started to look at the title to see what were the non-important words that were in there that I could get rid of, but then not take away you know from the listing, you know, or from my you know, my main keywords, because you guys have heard me talk about this before, right? Your your main keywords should be in your title. Your title, in my eyes, is weighted the most, meaning it's going to pull the most rank. And then the second best place is, is in the back end of your listing, all right? So whatever words that you had to pull out of there, if you felt they were important, then definitely go in the back end of your search terms and then put them there, all right? So you want to definitely insert those terms in the back end. Okay. Now, the other thing that I'm doing now that I learned here through this process is I'm getting in the habit of checking the listings, especially new ones, more often. Okay. Again, you know, some days I'll go in there, I won't check the listings themselves. I'll just go ahead and just assume everything is running. Well, even though it might not be suppressed, you might have an error in the back end. So you might just want to go into a listing as you're going to edit it and then see if it'll allow you to save. That'll kind of give you an idea if uh, if you have any problems inside of that listing. And I'm not saying you got to do that all the time, but you might want to give yourself like a schedule. You're going to go in once a week and check that. But you definitely want to check your emails for your account and you also want to check your notifications because they usually will alert you on that. The other sign that you might see here is that sales drop. So if you see a sudden sales drop from one day to the next, you might want to check that out. Now, I'm not saying very first thing in the morning, but you might want to look and say, well, normally at this time of the day, I have X amount of sales, but I only have, you know, or I have no sales. There might be a problem there, right? So you might want to then go and check that. Um, but again, like I said, they should notify you, but they're not always going to do that. And then the other thing is here is, you know, again, this is a takeaway for me and, you know, hopefully for you is to stay within the terms of service, you know, as best that you humanly possibly can, okay? And that means your images, that means your titles, your bullets, your descriptions, the keywords in the back end, like all of that stuff, you want to make sure that you're doing things the correct way and within the terms of service. Now, there's a lot of different people out there that are twisting the terms of service or saying that it says here that you can do this and you really can't or vice versa. Um, you know, here's the thing. We all kind of know that when we're pushing the boundaries, right? So, for example, if you have an image, your main image, and you're starting to put text on that image, we pretty much know that that's not, that's not what Amazon wants. That's not in their terms of service, okay? Um, can you do it and get away with it? Yeah, you probably can, and I see my competition doing it all the time. It doesn't mean that I'm going to continue to do that, all right? 
so again, you want to make sure that your images are clean, especially your main image. Your secondary images, um, I do believe that you can put text in there, arrows in there, highlight an image, maybe zoom in on a certain part and draw attention to that. Um, showing your your uh, product being used, um, that's another great way to use those images. But again, staying within the terms of service, all right, because you don't want any red flags to get drawn up that you get shut down for a certain period of time. So this way here, you have to, you know, kind of get the ball rolling again. Your title, definitely stick to the rules on this one. Don't, uh, you know, don't put in there, you know, Father's Day special. Uh, they don't want that in there, right? If you want to do something like that, you could probably put it in your bullet point, maybe your first bullet point. But I would stay away from doing anything that is, you know, marketing related inside of your title. You know, like I said, you like, you know, best price on Amazon, right? Like, you no, know, you know, don't do that. Like that could potentially get you, you know, your listing suppressed or banned. Um, you don't want to do that stuff. So, you know, keep it clean uh, again. But the title again is really, really important because that is weighted the most. So you're going to know your top keywords, put those in there, make them naturally fit. You know, put them in there so this way here, you're allowing the person that's looking for that product to see exactly what your product is and it's going to tell them what it is in words, all right? And I always go back to kind of understanding the optimization of a listing and if you understand the optimization of a listing, everything else is is pretty much easy, right? So your images, those right there are getting your attention, but you don't get attention if you're not found. So we really have to start with a really solid title. So the title, you know, if you put in there, you know, something that just, you know, talks about what the product does in the title, that doesn't necessarily get you found. The keyword that you put in there that people are searching for will help you get found. So the title, again, is really important just to have your keywords in there that explains the product, all right? That's going to help you get found. The image is going to get you seen or get you noticed, all right? And then from there, we should talk about the back-end keywords. Now, I talked about this uh, in a past episode and kind of an experiment we did with uh, one of our students in our private label classroom. And, you know, you're not going in the back-end and going to stuff keywords just to stuff them. You want them to be relevant as well. You know, there's been some talk that Amazon is also going to go through the back-end of our listings to make sure that we're not just trying to go after these popular keywords that might not even be related to our product. You want them to be related. Again, it's it all comes back to common sense, right? We want to use common sense when we're building our listing, when we're marketing our products on Amazon and all of that stuff, all right? So just you need to keep that stuff in mind. The bullets, the same thing, right? We don't want to put in there any sleazy marketing tactics, right? We want to explain the benefits. Uh, I stress that every single time uh, whenever we're talking about optimization is you really want to make sure that you're talking about the benefits. What is it going to do that's going to help your, uh, you know, your customer? Like they're looking for that product to solve a problem usually, and that problem could be increasing their golf swing, right? It could be something like that. Even though it's not like a hardcore problem, it's something that's going to help them with something usually, not always, usually. You know, if you're, if someone's buying a gift for someone with your item, well, they're buying it to give to someone as a gift to make that person happy. So bring out the benefits of what that gift's going to give to that person that they give it. Does that make sense? 
hopefully it does. Uh, so you know what I mean? Like the benefits are really important. The, the features are important too if someone's looking for that because not any other product out there on the market has this particular feature and uh, you want to make sure that you're calling that feature out because it's a benefit that it has that feature. You see what I'm saying? You have a benefit to that feature. Um, so that is the bullets and then your description uh, is really, again, talking about the benefits, the features. You can have a call to action in there that, you know, more or less, uh, you know, says, hey, if you're ready to, you know, start, uh, you know, pressing garlic this holiday season, go ahead and click the add to cart button or the buy now button above to get started today. Something like that. All right. Um, so, again, I know I just kind of went through the optimization stuff again. But it's pretty important and that stuff there is where people can get in trouble because when you're starting to stuff things in these different areas or use HTML in the description and then you wonder why your listing is getting suppressed, it's because you're not following the guidelines, all right? So really simple guidelines is just have your title be legit, right? Have it be keywords that are related to your product. Your images, make sure that they show your product and only your product. If you're going to show your product being used, that needs to be in second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth picture, whatever order you want to put them in, like a lifestyle picture, whatever. Uh, but your main image needs to be on a white background. We all know that it's supposed to be without any, uh, you know, any other text or anything like that. You can use a prop, they say. So if your item can be used with something, you can can use that as a prop. They say that, uh, you know, if you're using a model to show how it's being used, that can be there as far as I can see within the terms of service. It says it right there when you're creating your listing. Um, so again, just pay attention to what you're doing. Usually it's going to be an error on our part. It's going to be something that we didn't maybe do purposely, but we did it, right? So we need to own up to that. Not always, but it could could definitely be be part of our our problem. Now, recently with me with my listing getting suppressed, it wasn't necessarily my fault because it accepted everything I put in there and I stuck to the guidelines of how many characters and at the time it was 250 characters, but then they for some reason started to uh to take these uh titles and reduce them and then from there suppressing my listing. Uh, or in the back end uh before allowing me to put up up to six or seven ASINs as related ASINs, but now they they went down to five. So now because of that, that's going to uh, you know take my listing and make it you know not optimized anymore or have flaws in it because we don't want the listing to have flaws, right? Our listing is telling Amazon what we are selling and kind of uh, you know what. Uh, you know, what the product is all about and and all of the different keywords that we put in the back end or different features. You know, there's different things in the back end of our listing too that might not pertain to your product. Don't fill them out because you'll probably have your listing suppressed once they do a scan of it. Um, so just always just keep in mind, we want to stick to the terms of service as best we can and always, always be checking in on your listings because if you don't, you could find out that uh, your listing is suppressed and you're wondering why you're not getting ranked and your sales are down and all of that stuff, all right? Now, a little side note. If you change your title, okay, because for whatever reason, you're probably gonna see a dip in rankings. It's just the way it goes, okay? So just understand that if you have gotten uh, flagged for too long of a uh, of a title, and you have to change that, there's a chance that your ranking will drop. It's okay. Be patient because most likely your rank will come back. 
All right. Um, and the other thing I want to note on that as well is if you mess around with the back end of your keywords, that could also make your listing dip uh, temporarily and then it can get pulled back or maybe the change makes it worse. Right. So that's why you should be tracking that stuff as well, um, especially those main keywords um, that you're looking into. Now, I talked a lot about optimizing a listing and all that stuff. Right. Well, uh, episode 86 I did with Karen Thaxton. Um, that one there gives a lot more in depth about, uh, you know, all the optimization and stuff. You can definitely check that out by heading over to the amazing seller.com forward slash 86. And that one there, we talk all about listing optimization and, uh, you know, what is good practices and stuff like that. So definitely check that out. I'll leave them in the show notes as well. This might be an episode two that you might want to go check out the show notes for this episode at, uh, episode 216. So that's the amazing seller.com forward slash 216. Um, now let me just, I got a little side note here. I got a few side notes that I wanted to kind of include here, um, at the end of this episode, uh, Take the time to find relevant targeted keywords for the back end. We've seen some really, really good results by doing this. Uh, now, I was at the Miami uh, event. It was uh, Steve Chu's event for um, the uh, the Conference Sellers Summit. Uh, it was really awesome, by the way. But I met a guy there, and he had a very unique um, suggestion, and he said that he's seeing some pretty good results with this. Now, I'm just currently testing it, so I can't say exactly if it's working, but you guys have heard us talk about not putting commas in the back end. Well, putting commas in the back end doesn't necessarily make you not rank. Here's the problem, and this is why we say not to put commas in there. If you put a comma in the back end, like let's just say, for example, you do garlic press, and then you do comma, and then immediately, without a space, you put black handle, and then you put a comma, and then you don't put a space, and then you put in stainless steel, right? If there's no spaces in there, that's where you get the problem of Amazon looking at that as just a string of characters, okay? So when we said not to put in commas, I still agree with this, by the way, um, you, what you're doing is you're allowing those spaces to identify the break or the comma where, where Amazon would then understand that garlic is a word, press is a word, black is a word, stainless is a word, uh, you know, steel is a word, right? But what he was saying that he's played around with, and again, I'm just testing this, but what he's done is he's taken the phrase that he wants to rank for, so maybe it's stainless steel garlic press, and he'll put that in at the front end of the back end of the keywords, and then put a comma, and then a space, and then start with another keyword phrase, and he said that he's seen a bump in his rankings for those search terms, for those phrases. Now again, I have no proof of this right now, but it's something that I'm looking to play around with, so again, we're talking a little bit about you know optimization here, because that's kind of what would kind of drew this red flag for the suppressed listing. So we kind of covered the suppressed listing stuff. So just always be monitoring that stuff. But stuff like this right here is really important to understand too, because as you're tweaking and you're testing things, if you do something in the back end that uh, alerts Amazon that something is wrong, that could suppress it. So when you are doing these little, little changes, I guess I'm reminding you right here again to Pay close attention to that listing for uh, you know for the for the next couple of weeks, especially because you may have did it and it may have worked right then, but then all of a sudden they scanned it you know and then it got flagged. Um, so again, I'm just 
kind of going randomly here at the back end because the back end, uh, you know, we, we've recently experimented our, ourselves, my, myself included, with just putting keywords that we find that are really highly targeted, um, whether we're using Keyword Inspector, um, which I've talked about using that tool to go after your competitors and then scrape a listing and then use uh, the, the top keywords that they're ranking for and then uh, deduping them and all that stuff. We've talked about that on past episodes. Um, again, if you want to check out the Keyword Inspector tool, um, we've got a, a, a special offer there. It's an affiliate link that I have. You'll buy me some coffee as usual um, if you go through that link, but you also get extra credits for running more scans, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash resources and just uh, scroll down to where it says keywords and then you'll find Keyword Inspector. Go check that out if you wanted to uh, find more keywords. Merchant Words, which I'm not an affiliate for currently, but um, I've used that service as well to get ideas. Um, The Google Keyword Planner, that's another good one. Um, So again, just wanted to say, the back-end keywords, now that they've added up to a 1,000 per line, it's powerful stuff to help you rank for relevant keywords. Um, but again, as I said, you are, you're messing with things, right? So there's a chance now that something could become suppressed, and if it does, you need to be aware of that. So that's why I wanted to do this episode, because I wanted you to be aware of what can happen from just one little tweak. Like I said, I did a brand new listing. I, I changed the title. Or I added the title, it, it went through fine, and then a couple days later, it got suppressed, right? So I guess what I'm saying here is when you're doing these tests and these tweaks and you're, you're modifying things, just be aware, be aware, all right? And just always check your listings when you're first launching it to make sure it's not being suppressed, right? Because you could launch it, it could go live, your inventory's being sent in, it gets sent in, it gets checked in, but then your listing's suppressed and you're wondering why you're not getting any sales or you turn on pay-per-click and for some reason you can't you can't run pay-per-click, right? So there's all of those all of those reasons why you want to pay attention. Now, recently, like I said, I've I've been doing some tests and I'm going to I'm going to actually be reporting more on this, but what I did is I ran an image test. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I think we always should be testing. And this is kind of just random that I'm going to throw this out here um, because it's something fresh and that I've been working on. But um, I was at one of our, um, is actually one of our TAS Breakthrough Live events, uh, one of our first ones that we've ever done recently in Denver. And uh, a gentleman uh, offered up some advice and said that he was testing some images and he got a 6% bump. So I recently did that and I got a 3% bump on one of his suggestions, which was really just to take the image and just change it up a little bit and then from there track it you know track your sessions um, over maybe seven to 14 days and see what happens um, well since uh, since I went ahead and uh, and did that manually um, there's a software tool that actually allows you to do this all right to actually monitor this so it will go in and it will run one test one day it'll alternate to the next the next day that'll come back to the original go to the test go back to the original go to the test and it'll kind of split back and forth back and forth and then it'll track the results on conversions your sessions all of that stuff and it's a new uh, software that Greg Mercer has launched and it's called Splitly and it's really awesome by the way and I'm using it right now and I can't wait to get more tests going because it's kind of a but you're going to see what's working, what's not working, and he's got some really awesome tests as well. So if you want to check that out, we've got also a cool little uh, bonus for anyone that joins through my link, and that will be theamazingseller.com forward slash split test, all one word. So theamazingseller.com forward slash split test, 
and you'll go to Splitly, and I believe he's got a trial there as well, but you'll get an extra bonus there by going through the Amazing Seller podcast link. You'll buy me coffee as usual if you decide to continue with that. It's an amazing piece of software. It's one I'm using right now and I don't plan on stop using because it's just something I think that we should be doing on a regular basis. I mean, think about that. I did a test and I was able to increase conversions by 3% by one image tweak, by one image tweak. So again, it's like things like that get me excited because you're not doing really any more work other than just testing an image or testing a headline or testing the back end. Whatever it is you want to test, you can do. And now there's a tool that actually allows you to do it, set it up once and let it run and then look at the data. So really awesome stuff. Again, it's it's fairly new, but it's it's an amazing tool, and uh, I know Greg Mercer personally, and uh, I know Jungle Scout, you guys are probably already a user of, but if you want to check that out, definitely head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash split test and check that out. Let me know what you think. Let me know of your split test results too. I'd love to hear them. So guys, if you want to uh, check out the show notes to this episode, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 216. All the show notes, the links, the transcripts will be there as well. And uh, again, I just wanted to say thanks so much for hanging out with us. And uh, you know, uh, you know, as always, I love hanging out with you guys and just uh, talking about this stuff and sharing, you know, what's working, what's not working and all of that stuff and I've got some really cool things that I'm working on that I'm going to be sharing with you uh, fairly soon so uh, look out for that all right so yeah guys I mean that's pretty much all I got for you today but uh, I just did want to remind you that if you are you know changing things or if you set up a brand new listing definitely keep a close eye on that because Amazon will suppress the listing if something's wrong you won't even know about it and you'll be wondering why it's not uh, selling or if your rankings are dropping or any of that stuff so just pay close attention to that and just try to fix whatever it is they're saying that they need you to fix and then you'll be back up and running so I just wanted to kind of warn you on this if if you're doing any of that stuff definitely pay close attention all right guys so uh, yeah that is pretty much gonna wrap up this episode Uh, You guys know I love talking about this stuff and I love sharing it with you. So do me a favor and share this podcast with someone that you think that would get value from it only with people that you think that would get value and that are like us, that are entrepreneurs, that are out there trying to create a better life for ourselves and our families by creating a business that can allow us to create freedom for ourselves. So that's it, guys. That is pretty much going to wrap it up. Once again, I want to remind you, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Come on now. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.